Welcome to Episode 8 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father, son, fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on Episode 8, how high can Canada jump in world basketball supremacy? We'll tip off the show with our special guest insider and a longtime chum. Can you name weather-inspired sports teams? Here are forecasts on sports meteorology, a 100% probability of fun. What are your favorite sports movies? Grab your popcorn, take your seats as we award the best from the sports silver screen. And we'll head for home on episode 8 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums, personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on Episode 8 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Champs and Chums, so glad you're with us here on episode 8. Hope everybody is safe and healthy. And uh, Ashton, um, here we are. It's episode 8. We just hope all the listeners at home are healthy and safe. Of course, uh, everybody's doing such a great job uh, in the province of Ontario and right throughout practicing their physical distancing and their social distancing. But maybe you can tell a little bit about the list to the the listeners here about um, what you've done to stay active Ashton so how's school going and maybe talk a little bit about some of the physical activity that we've tried to do um I mean school's going great um there's a bit of tech issues with my mic and stuff but it's um from the website google meet it's um it's really good um for for stuff we've been doing to work out um my mom ordered this basketball net and me my mom and my dad for the first part we all set it up together but on the second day we just had to put the net on part on the pole so then i came out and then i started playing and we've also, me and da- my dad, we've also been doing workouts um, down in our basement. Yeah, we've done a lot of that. And uh, we've also, I know you've done, you've kept busy with, uh, with hip-hop as well, too. You've had some online classes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we had our February Feats of Fitness. And then we had our March muscles of uh, our, our muscles of March, and here we are, and uh, it's April, and we're still staying active. But I want to come back to that great note you had about um, the basketball net, Ashton, because what was the logo on that basketball net that we, you got and we're having fun with? 
Toronto Raptors. You got it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to now bring on to episode eight um, a gentleman who is a tremendous chum. You know, Ashton, when I think about um, the podcast and what we've built here now into episode eight, Champs and Chums, I've always told you it's about sports, life, and friendship. And our special guest on the phone truly personifies that for your dad. Um, a long-time chum, north of 23 years, and we bring him in as a basketball insider, a sports trailblazer, because Ashton, as I've told you, um, our special guest here on Episode 8 uh, played a tremendous hand in helping the Toronto Raptors make this big footprint that um, the nation has seen. He's uh, worked in the uh, NBA at a senior communications and community engagement level for 22 years, uh, 10 years in the National Hockey League. Um, in 2008, uh, our special guest uh, launched his own consulting group. And uh, among his great roster of clients, he's currently, Ashton, as I mentioned to you, uh, supporting a great, another great landmark basketball effort. That's the Canadian Elite Basketball League, where he's the Executive Vice President of Strategy and Communications and he's also the president of the Hamilton Honey Badgers. Welcome to Champs and Chums Episode 8, John Lashaway. John, how are you? I'm great. Great to join you guys. I've listened to all the episodes so far, and it's been a lot of fun, and and uh, it's exciting to get to be with you. And Yeah, we've been, uh, Anthony and I, we've been chums for over two decades. Uh, goes way back. Before, not quite... Uh, to as young as you are, uh, Ashton, but uh, it goes back a long way. So we've been through a lot of great sports events together, and, and sports is very special because it does create special relationships for people. And and so I'm grateful to uh, to have known you since you were uh, just in diapers, Ashton. So that's right. So you're, you're growing fat. You're making me feel old. <laughs> he is. He is for me as well too, Lash. But yes. Uh, <laughs> You know, and Ashton, you, you might remember, and I, I talk fondly of John all the time because he's, he's uh, among the great, uh, great chums I have. And uh, did you know, Ashton, you were all of four months old when John held, held you right in his arms? Did you know yep. that story, Ashton? I think I did. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, John and, and Lydia came over and, uh, and, and really were happy to see you. And uh, John, that seems such a long time ago now, doesn't it? It does. And in fact, we were just looking at those pictures the other day. So uh, yeah, I've got the, I've got the pictures and uh, yeah, I'll send it back to you so you can uh, share those with Ashton. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Good stuff. Okay, chums. Well, listen, we're going to get into our uh, father-son free-for-all segments as we always do on Champs and Chums. Uh, father-son free-for-all round one. And because we have Ashton, our special guest insider, we want to talk a bit more about this growth, this big footprint that has been happening with the growth of basketball in Canada. So, um, John, just to uh, open up father-son free-for-all round one, the, uh, the growth of Canadian basketball and where it can go, I mean, love to get, we'd love to get your impressions on, you know, where the game is now, uh, where it can go. I mean... You just have to look down at some of the rosters on some of these NBA teams. I think it was a record 16 Canadians that were at uh, one point started the season on an NBA team and, and uh, for the season. 
but would love to get your thoughts on where you think the game of basketball is and uh, and where it can go. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't realize two things. One, basketball was invented by a Canadian, uh, Dr. James Naismith, when he was working at the YMCA in Massachusetts uh, many, many decades ago. And then the other thing people don't realize is the very first NBA game was actually featured the Toronto Huskies. Toronto played the first ever NBA game. That's right. Which I think was in 1945 or 46 or something. Um, and they only had an NBA team for one year. And then the Raptors came back in 1995. And, um, and I came to Canada to help create and launch the Raptors in 1995. And, you know, there was no basketball hoops up around the city. You could drive around the city anywhere you wanted to go, and it was almost impossible to find a basketball hoop up. And think about how different that is now. Just about every street, you see a basketball hoop on somebody's garage or, you know, in in the park down the street. And so it's changed a lot. Um, and people now, if you're under the age of about 30, you probably think that this is how it's always been. But uh, it was very, very different when the Raptors started. Well, let's talk about that great journey with, with the Raptors. I mean, again, you're one of the key leads to come to this country and, uh, and help really take something from the ground up. I mean, as you you sat back and looked at that uh, incredible championship run that uh, that Ashton and I and Natalie and and so many others across the country, it must have given you some great uh, gratification knowing, you know, uh, where it started and where it began to get to that uh, elite point. It really. Uh, firmed the decisions and the things that we did back in the 90s uh, when we really focused our efforts on youth basketball and developing basketball with the young kids because those are the kids that grew up to be the adults that we saw in Jurassic Park and we saw at the games and um, those seeds were planted back in the, in the 90s and when when I came here in 1995 there was only two players from Canada in the NBA, Rick Fox and Bill Weddington. And now, like you said, I think there were 16 or 17 last year That's uh, right. in the NBA. I think Canada is number two uh, out of all the countries in the world of players in the NBA. And a lot of people don't realize this. There, there's literally hundreds of Canadians playing professionally, getting paid to play professional basketball around the world, outside of the NBA. Hundreds. And uh, I didn't know that until the last two years. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's certainly growing and uh, it's exploding. It's the second fastest growing sport in the country. Exploding, it's right. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the growth of the game has just skyrocketed. Uh, I think our chum, uh, your chum Ashton here has a question for you. Ashton, well, you've got a question there for John. Who was your favorite basketball player and hockey player to work with? My favorite basketball player to work with, I was so blessed to work with so many really terrific guys, but I always say Terry Porter. Terry Porter was a point guard for the Trailblazers, Portland Trailblazers, when I was there. And he went on and played in Minnesota Timberwolves and San Antonio Spurs. And then he was a coach in the NBA with uh, Detroit and Phoenix. And now he coaches at the University of Portland. But he's such a really quality person um, that, that that's why he's my favorite. And and I know that there's two other colleagues that I have, one that worked with Minnesota and one worked with San Antonio, uh, a good friend of, uh, of your dad's and mine uh, named Jim LaBombard. 
And one night we were talking with a guy from San Antonio, and we all asked that question. Who's your favorite basketball player you've ever worked with? All three of us said Terry Porter. And so anyway, Terry gets my vote for basketball. Hockey, it's a little tougher. I, I'm going to say Steve Thomas. I, I, it's a toss-up, Steve Thomas and Curtis Joseph. But um, I like Stumpy. He was, again, just a really nice, quality person. And he, he worked hard. And, you know, he was like Terry. He wasn't the most athletically gifted person on the team. But he worked hard, and he had great values and uh, just made it enjoyable to be around. That's great. That's great. Uh, two uh, all-stars in, in, in their own right. And uh, Ashton, I can certainly vouch for Lash's uh, selection of Steve Thomas when your dad was with the Leafs and, you know, teaming with uh, with uh, Lash and uh, so many other great people at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Steve Thomas was certainly at the top of my list uh, on and off the ice, uh, just class. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it here a lot on Episode 8, Ashton, about putting in the work and uh, certainly Stumpy uh, did, and a uh, great selection, and Terry Porter. Lash, I want to come back to um, this, uh, this ascension or this currency the, 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 of, of basketball, and you know, you're now on, on, on a, another great uh, landmark project to, uh, to bring basketball and to, to deepen the love and, take it to, and to ho- hopefully leverage all these great... Um, trends that uh, we've been talking about here already can you can you tell a, a bit uh, the listeners at home a little bit more about what uh, the canadian elite basketball league uh, is there's some obviously some big wins already in the early going would love to hear um some of the thoughts of how you've been able to uh, to bring that now to canada yeah i've really been fortunate in my career there's two defining moments for basketball in canada and one was the the birth of the Toronto Raptors and the other is the birth of the Canadian elite basketball league. And I've been blessed to be in the middle of both of those. And and they're very similar in lots of respects, uh, how they're starting and how they're building and the strategy behind that. So the Canadian elite basketball league has seven teams uh, around the country. We're entering our second season. We launched with six teams last year, and then we've added an expansion team in Ottawa and it's going to grow to at least 12 teams. And uh, it's an opportunity for professional players uh, to play in the summertime. So guys that are playing in Europe and Asia or in the NBA G League for Raptors 905 uh, and other teams during the traditional basketball season, they can play in the summertime. So they can stay in shape and they can develop their skills more and um, play in front of their family and friends. And then also, each team has at least one current U-sports player. So it gives a chance for a university player to develop his skills and then go back and play in university for another year or two. So uh, he can develop and, and, and pursue his uh, dreams to be a professional basketball player. So there's teams in Hamilton and Guelph in St. Catharines and Edmonton and Abbotsford and uh, Saskatoon. Well, that's great. And, uh, you know, uh, for those who haven't had a chance to uh, to check out some of this basketball, it it, it is uh, professional beyond belief. The level of play uh, will excite you, and you know I know you've always told me as well too. A lot of the uh, the family entertainment uh, is pretty big. So not only the great talent on the court, but also some of the things that. Uh, the clubs are doing um, uh, off the court too to, to draw families and really make it uh, a, a true display of sports entertainment. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? 
Yes, the the approach is come for the party, stay for the game. So it's 50% basketball and 50% non-basketball entertainment. So uh, I can tell you in Hamilton and Guelph, for example, we have halftime acts, the same acts that they have at the Raptors games. Uh, the the prices, the ticket prices, is family friendly, so you can you can get uh, two hours of great entertainment, FIBA basketball. So that means it's 40 minute games instead of 48. So the games are you're in and out of there in two hours. Um, in Hamilton, uh, we have a live band on the concourse before every game, performing for an hour. Um, we try to do all kinds of different things um, just to make it appealing to people who maybe aren't even basketball fans, but they're looking for great family entertainment at an affordable price. Uh, you can bring the whole family to a game for the for the price of one Raptors ticket. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and we just want people to have a great time and and a great experience, and and um, through the years, share that with with their kids when, when their kids get older. So, um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I think Ashton's got a follow up question for you that's specific to the uh, to the franchise that you are the president of, uh, Ashton. Why did you call the team the Honey Badgers? You know, one of my daughters, Olivia, um, when I was looking for a team name, or the league was looking for a team name. I asked the whole family, one of my daughters said, why don't you name them the Honey Badgers, Dad? And I didn't even know what a Honey Badger was. So I Googled and I learned about what the Honey Badgers are. I thought that is a perfect name because it goes well with Hamilton. Hamilton Honey Badger sounds nice. It's The animal is black and kind of gold or dirty white gold brown color and so the colors in Hamilton for their teams are black and gold so that works and it reflects the city the honey badgers is the the most fiercest animal on the planet and um, they don't back down from anything and they're tough and they're resilient and that's a lot like the city of Hamilton it's resilient and uh, and tough and gritty and um yeah, that's uh, that's that's how the honey badgers play. That's the kind of team I want to build. Um, so it's. Do you like it? What do you think? What do you think, Ashton? I think I like the team name. That's great. Yeah. That's that's great. Excellent. Well, uh, we're we, what a sweet and ferocious way to end uh, <laughs> this uh, this uh, father son free for all round one, chums. So we're gonna move on to father-son free-for-all round two and um we as though you know the weather's getting warm uh, listeners at home we were starting to think about uh, what could we do on episode eight to uh, provide a signal because uh john ashton me and so many of you were a people for all seasons so we're going to do, as we typically do on Champs and Chums, our gold, silver, bronze. So, ladies and gentlemen, on episode eight, this is our weather-inspired sports team. So, we will start in um, uh, here from uh, this end of the 905. And, uh, Ashton, why don't you announce our bronze medal? My bronze medal is the Chicago Sky. The Chicago Sky, and that was your selection as well too, right? The Chicago Sky, and what league do they play in? They play in the WNBA. That's right, uh, the WNBA, the uh, founded in 2006, 
the Chicago Sky, our father and son's bronze. And Ashton, you know, you and I were watching just a couple weeks ago that um, great game of NBA horse. And did you know that Ali Quigley of the Chicago Sky was deep into that competition? Unfortunately, she uh, lost out to Zach Levine from the Chicago Bulls, but Ali Quigley from the Chicago Sky uh, beat out Chris Paul, an NBA 10-time All-Star. So that's our bronze for weather-inspired sports teams, the Chicago Sky. Over to the other end of the 905, our chum, John. Well, first of all, I like that because the Sky drafted an Oregon Duck. I'm from the University of Oregon, and they drafted Ruthie Herbert uh, in the first round of the draft last week. So they've got a new fan with me, Chicago Sky. All right. Well done, my friend. So my bronze pick is the Iowa State Cyclones from Ames, Iowa, a member of the Big 12 Conference. Very nice. Very unique. That's right, the Iowa State uh, Cyclones. That's that's a Big 12 uh, uh, team, is it, Lash? It is, yep. And way back in the 1800s, tornadoes were called cyclones. And that's their name dates from 1895. Oh, that's amazing, amazing. Uh, John's bronze medal, the Iowa State Cyclones of the Big 12. And Ashton, did you know that uh, Matt Thomas, I believe, was an alumni there, and also NBA great uh, Jeff Hornacek. So good stuff. All right, back to the 905 here. Ashton, what is our silver medal, father-son silver medal for weather-inspired sports teams? The Toronto Blizzard. Getting cold, thinking about it already. A <laughs> a longtime favorite. I mean, you know, back in the day, I, I, I would enjoy watching the Toronto Blizzard. So they um, played in the North American Soccer League, and their, um, they uh, debuted in 1971. Uh, through 1984, and they had actually a second reincarnation, ladies and gentlemen, from 1986 to 93. A couple uh, nice notes there. Some great players played on the Toronto Blizzard. Brian Budd, Roberto Bettega. Their first coach was Graham Leggett, who uh, obviously was a Canadian pioneer for soccer here. And did you know that in um, uh, in that second reincarnation, and Ashton, we've talked about this uh, old long-time chum from uh, back in the uh, grade days. So Fernando Aguiar, who we talked a little bit about on ep- uh, episode 7, played for the Toronto Blizzard. So to, uh, Fernando Aguiar played in the Toronto Blizzard. He played with Benfica, a Portuguese um, uh, Tier 1 team. So that's our silver, uh, the Toronto Blizzard uh, for weather-inspired sports teams. John, over to you for your silver. My silver is the Tri-City Dust Devils, who is the Class A baseball affiliate of the San Diego Padres, and they're based in the town of Pasco, Washington. And I saw them play last September 8th in Game 1 of the Northwest League Championship Series against the Hillsboro Hops, um, which is Arizona Diamondbacks' Class A team. And uh, so I just like that nickname. I think uh, it's pretty unique. I love it too, the Tri-City Dust Devils. And and uh, you should know, Ashton, John knows his baseball very, very well. So uh, great selection for uh, silver medal. And Ashton, we're going to unveil our gold medal, our gold medal for weather-inspired sports teams. Take it away. The Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, that's right. The Carolina Hurricanes, uh, who won... The uh, the Stanley Cup in uh, 1997, 
Uh, they uh, first started as the Hartford Whalers of the WHA. That was uh, in 1972. And um, so that is our gold medal, ladies and gentlemen, for weather-inspired sports teams. And a quick story is I've got my longtime chum on here. Ashton, you know, when um, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, played to start, they were playing in Greensboro, North Carolina. And your dad got the road trip, got the tap on the shoulder from uh, John and Pat to make that trip. And that venerable arena, boy, oh boy, it was, uh, it was venerable uh, for sure. So we, I, was, I made a trip there to watch the Carolina Hurricanes play and, of course, do my work with the great Toronto Maple Leafs. So that's our gold. Over to John to unveil his gold medal here on Episode 8. I'm going to go back to the WNBA for my gold medal winner and pick the Seattle Storm. The Storm has been a member of the WNBA since the 2000 season, and they've won three WNBA championships in that time. And uh, so I'm from the Northwest originally, and it storms a lot. So I think that's a very appropriate nickname. That is very appropriate and a great way to end our father-son free-for-all round two. John's gold medal is the Seattle Storm of the WNBA. Okay, guys, we're heading for home now on our father-son free-for-all segment. And ladies and gentlemen, there are tons of great sports movies on here. In fact, Ashton, do you think we can probably even do a future segment on this, uh, favorite sports movies? Yeah, I think we could. Yeah, absolutely. But we are going to debut it today here with our, our, our chum, John. So we are doing our bronze, silver, and gold each for favorite sports movies. So we're going to uh, start here from the 905. Ashton, you get the honors with your bronze. My bronze is Kicking and Screaming. What a great, funny movie. Lash, did you check that one out? Did you, have you seen I've that one? I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to <laughs> put that on my watch list for this weekend. <laughs> okay. What's that about? Ashton, John, John, Inquiring Wines want to know, what's that movie about? So it has Will Ferrell in it. Um, it's about soccer. It's a soccer team that uh, um, his grandpa has. Um, the dad's grandpa's. I mean, the dad's coaching the team. The team, and then the grandpa's coaching the other team. His dad, and then um, well, for the last for the last game. Um, so they got these two Italian boys that were really good, but they didn't know how to speak English. So they just kept playing, kept playing, and then they kept winning with those two Italian boys. They were really talented, and they made them win the last game. Well, it, wow. it, yes, John. So it's a must-watch. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it it's definitely is. Uh, so, Ashton, thanks very much for your bronze medal. That's a must-watch, ladies and gentlemen, for weekend as we all practice our physical distancing. Kicking and Screaming was the movie. And, Ashton, what about the quick story just on, on when we watched that? Do you remember? We watched it when... Um, so, we went on a trip when... It, it was a Raptors 905 game versus the Erie Bayhawks. It was in Erie. So we took a bus. And then after the game, we came back on the bus from Erie. And we drove all the way back to Mississauga. And on the bus, we had Subway. They got, like, Subway to go. 
like delivery and um then they then they put on some movies and then one of them was kicking and screaming yeah you're right uh, ashton and um you know uh, you'll 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 note here on episode eight john that uh, ashton can always bring it back to basketball so yeah <laughs> i love it all right well over to the 905 in lovely burlington uh, we've got john with his bronze medal for favorite sports movie well i'm going to pick a football movie it's appropriate since the nfl draft starts tonight when we're recording this uh my, my bronze medal winner is called Draft Day, and it stars Kevin Costner, and he runs the Cleveland Browns, and uh, the lowly Cleveland Browns. And his dad used to run the Cleveland Browns, but uh, he passed away, and, and so Kevin Costner's character is now running the Browns. And he's got some tough decisions to make with his draft picks, and he's wheeling and dealing with other teams. I like it because I've, I've been in, I think, 34 war rooms now throughout my career, and I think that movie is very realistic. And uh, I've seen and been a part of uh, some scenes in that movie that uh, that uh, provide really good insight to fans. So, draft day. Amazing. John's selection for bronze medal. Favorite sports movies is draft day. Great pick. All right. Uh, over to Dad with his bronze medal pick. I will pick uh, Rocky. That's right. The original Rocky. 1976 movie, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Talia Shire, Shire uh, for, uh, who was Adrian, and I think Burgess Meredith was in that uh, great original too. But if there was a story about uh, triumph and working hard and things that we've talked about on Champs and Chums, boy, uh, this, this uh, Rocky picture certainly had it. Um, uh, this was a guy that uh, went up against, uh, it was Apollo Creed, who was uh, played by Carl Weathers, and uh, talk about grit, determination, um, really working with basic tools to prepare for the big fight, and uh, uh, much inspiration goes to my bronze medal. That's uh, Rocky. Okay, Ashton, over to you for your silver medal. My silver medal is Like Mike. Like Mike, another basketball movie. Well done. Now tell us a little bit about Like, like Mike. Tell the listeners at home. So basically, there's um, um, this kid called Calvin Cambridge. He's in an orphanage, and he wants to get adopted. And so there's these bullies. But one day he got these sneakers, and on the ta- on the tongue it said MJ for Michael Jordan, and then on at night. I mean, in the morning, the bullies threw them up, and they hanged on the the line, the, like, internet line that you see on the highways. And then it was thundering and raining, so it got electrocuted, so the power went out. And then he had magic powers. The shoes had magic powers after it got um, zapped. And then he he liked this team called the um they're called the I don't actually know but well that's okay you got a great selection there like Mike your silver medal Lash I can tell you I think you've watched it what like a ten eleven times Ashton <laughs> yeah I have I I think I actually watched it 
three times only. Oh, okay. I, I, I kind wow. of <laughs> overestimated there. But in due time, I think you're going to watch it 10 or 11 times. All right. Over to uh, the 905, my friend uh, John, with his silver medal for favorite sports movies. My silver medal, it goes to The Blind Side. Oh, I love that movie. Is, uh, it's the story of Michael Orr, who grew up in a really terrible, difficult circumstance, and he was homeless, and, and a family uh, found him and brought him into their home and and got him into school, made sure he studied hard in school and, and did the best he could, and he was a really big guy. And uh, so they... To kind of steered him towards playing football, and uh, it's a true story. He uh, played football at at Ole Miss, and uh, and then went on and played for uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and I think a couple of other stops as well. But the uh, the dad in that movie, uh, the character actually was a broadcaster for the Memphis Grizzlies basketball team, wow. which isn't mentioned in the movie. But uh, so I met him, and then. Also, uh, a guy I used to work with, Kent Austin. He was the uh, head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats for quite a while. CFL Hall uh, of Famer, yeah. Yeah, Kent, Kent coached uh, Michael Orr at, at Ole Miss. Kent was, I think, the quarterback's coach, the offensive coordinator now. I can't remember one of those two, but uh, Michael was on that team, and, and he couldn't say enough great things about Michael and, and the family. So um, it's always nice when you hear great things behind the scenes that, that – line up with what you see on the movie so i think it's a very inspirational story if you you work hard and you're a good person and you're grateful for people opening doors for you and creating opportunities for you you can make good things happen so that's my silver medal choice great words great words great flick uh not a dry eye in our household when uh, we, we saw that movie the blind side john's silver medal for favorite sports movies okay over to Dad with another inspirational selection. My silver medal for favorite sports movies, Rudy. That's right, the real story of uh, Rudy Rudiger. Um, what 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 a movie of inspiration uh, about um, having goals and and doing everything you can to make it happen, to, to uh, notwithstanding all the circumstances one would have in one's life. So. Um, all five foot seven, 165 pounds of, of Rudy. A true story. One of 14 children um, had dy dyslexia as well. Had a learning disability, but had will and had grit and wanted to, uh, to to join the to join the gridiron and and the great program in Notre Dame and uh, Ashton. He did that. He put his mind to it, and he had great mentors uh, from all walks of life uh, around him to uh to succeed and uh you know you just remember when it was i think it was his last i think it was his last um game as a senior or, and he he yep. he got a chance to play and you've watched that movie as well too you, is, that's another favorite of yours as well yeah it is i love that movie very inspirational again another true story so it's evidence of what can happen if you work hard and you just keep at it and you be persistent and and uh, his teammates went into their coach and demanded that you got to get Rudy dressed for a game. And so he suited up for a game, and then they they really forced the coach during the game to put Rudy in at the end, and uh, it was quite the, quite the story. It's another tearjerker. Absolutely. Uh, my silver medal, uh, Rudy, uh, the power of a dream and how to make that happen. Great stuff. Okay, Ashton, over to you for father-son free-for-all round three. It is your gold medal time. What is your gold medal for favorite sports movies? 
My gold medal is Space Jam. What a great selection. Tell us a little bit about Space Jam. So, basically, um, there's Michael Jordan in the movie, and then, like, Looney Tunes, um, Bugs Bunny, and all the other characters, and they fit, um, so there was these little small aliens, and then one, they, they got, um, so they went to a basketball game, and, um, so they, so they, like, put something up um, the player's nose so they could get the, the player's power. And then they became really big and strong. But um, at the last game, at the last few seconds at the last game, Michael Jordan, his hand, like, stretched and then he dunked it. So the um, good guys won, but then... Um, Michael Jordan said, "You have to turn back to normal, to your normal alien size." And they said, "Okay." And then they became good guys. And then at the end, he played for the Chicago Bulls again. And um, they had when he came out, I think he they had a sign that said, "Welcome back, Jordan." Great stuff, Ashton. You can tell a sports tale for sure. Uh, what a great movie, uh, good versus evil, as you kind of talked about it, and and good one. And uh, lots of characters in that movie. In fact, I think Lash was, uh, Muggsy Bogues was in that movie. Now, was Muggsy with, with the team when you were with the Raps? Was... He was, yep. Muggsy Bogues, who played for the Raptors and Charlotte Hornets and probably a couple of other stops in the NBA. Oh, played for Washington uh, at one time. Uh, yeah, he was a star in that movie. And uh I can't remember who else is in that. Alonzo Mourning, maybe? Yeah. Remember. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues, for sure. Muggsy Bogues, Larry Bird, I think, was in that movie yeah. as well. So, yeah, great stuff, Ashton. That's your gold great medal, pick. and um, it is Space Jam. Good stuff. Well, we're going to turn it over to uh, the other end of the 905. It is our friend, our chum, John, with his gold medal, favorite sports movies. My gold medal goes to Hoosiers, which was a basketball movie from 1986. Gene Hackman became a coach. He uh, was trying to resurrect or bring back his career as a coach, and he ended up in this really small rural community in Indiana, uh, which is a real basketball hotbed. And uh, he took this team, and, and the community was kind of against him because his style was a little bit different, and he wasn't from around there. And But he just uh, was persistent, and he took these kids and uh, – got all the way to the state championship and they played in Indianapolis against a big school from a, you know, from the big city and in a huge arena at Butler Fieldhouse and, and uh, spoiler alert, but they end up winning it. And it was based on a true story, uh, I think from 1954 or something, but anyway, very inspirational movie again. And, and um, it's the theme is about overcoming challenges and no matter you might be the smallest or the quietest or not have as much money or as fancy a uniform or shoes as, as the other guys, but that doesn't mean you can't prevail, you can't win. So um, that's, uh, that's my first choice, my gold medal winner. That, that is an absolute bucket, an absolute swish. Uh, great job. Gene Hackman was just tremendous in that movie. So John's gold medal for favorite sports movies is Hoosiers. Great stuff. And uh, we'll uh, close off this segment uh, for father-son free-for-all round three with our favorite sports movies with my gold medal. And that's uh, Jerry 
Maguire. I can watch that movie. Uh, I think I've watched it, actually, uh, Chums. I think I've watched it probably about 100 times. I love that movie. Um, it brings in the whole elements of in movies of uh, sports and excitement and some romance and everything else. And I, I just love um, all of the... Uh, the values that that movie stands for uh you know we talk about it a lot on champs and chums you know about um putting in an effort and and doing good things and having goodwill and and doing things the right way and uh, bringing integrity to everything you do and uh you know jerry Maguire, who got ousted out of that big uh sports agency at the time decided just to um to put up shop and put up a shingle on his own small agency which focus less about clients on more about personal relationships and doing good things and uh, I just remember that famous scene in the movie where Rod Tidwell got that big contract after that uh, game-winning touchdown and there was the big scrums like Glass you and I used to see uh, mm -hmm. and you continue to see obviously in, in sports but uh, when they embraced each other and you know um, it was kind of the the, the uh, it typified all the hard work that uh, both um, client and athlete put in to get uh, to get where they needed to go and so that completes me um, Jerry Maguire my gold medal for uh, <laughs> for favorite sports movies uh, good stuff well um, that ends our father-son free-for-all segment but I, I just wanted to say John it's been such a pleasure having you on episode eight of champs and chums it uh, means the world to us and um you know to we know you're you're really busy and doing some great things in the world of uh, sports life and friendship and for you to make some time for us we really appreciate it um ashton what would you like to say to john thank you for your time i know you're really busy but um um thank you for um having this time with us to do the podcast well, you're welcome. Thank you. You two are great chums of mine and uh, have been for many, many years. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon after we're, uh, we can leave our homes and once again go out and have some fun. And, and uh, it's just been great to share this time with you here today. And I look forward to seeing you in person soon. So thank you. That's great. Excellent. Ashton, you are going to take us to break on Episode 8. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-son fun talk. You're listening to episode 8 of the Champs and Chums podcast. So glad that you can join us. And Ashton, it is now time for our All Pro Go segment. And just for the listeners at home... Our All Pro Go is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. And Ashton's going to talk a bit about a featured sport. In this case, we followed a little bit of a spinoff for basketball. So Ashton, you're going to talk about the game of horse in basketball. Take it away with your All Pro Go. The game horse, pronounced horse, is played by two or more players. The order of turns is established before the game starts. The player whose turn is first is given is given first is given control which 
means they must attempt to make a basket in a particular way of their choosing. Explaining to the other players beforehand what the requirements of the shot are. If that player is successful, every subsequent you got it. Every subsequent player player must attempt that same shot according to its requirements. If a player fails to duplicate the shot, they acquire. A letter starting with H and moving right through out the word horse. After all the players have made an attempt, control moves to the next player, and the game continues on in on in this fashion. If a player who has control misses the shot, there is no letter penalty, and control moves. To the next player, whenever any player has all of the letters, they are eliminated from the game. The last person in the game is declared the winner. That's great, Ashton. That's our All Pro Go segment. That is horse, and just so people know, the game can be played as seven horses if that's a longer version of the game, or you can also play a shorter version of the game, which is called pig. Ironically enough, and uh, just for the listeners at home, a bit of a history lesson on the game of horse. Of course, Ashton, we saw some horse play here now during the um, the uh, COVID period. Uh, some of the NBAers and the WNBAers playing, but did you know that um, there were only three other occasions when the game of horse was played uh, in the in, in the NBA? That was 1977-78. Paul Westfall. Uh, was the victor of the Phoenix Suns. And then the other two were Oklahoma City Thunder at the time, Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant in 2008-2009, and then 2009-2010, only three uh, uh, games of horse that were played uh, for the NBA. And, uh, you know, you and I actually played a little bit of horse as well too. Why don't you tell listeners at home about that? Um, I think we played horse outside in our backyard, and it was a lot of fun. We have this new net that I told you, um, before in the video, when we, before in the podcast, when we were with John Lashway, and, um, I mean, it was really fun. It sure was, and that is horse, and that is our All Pro Go and you're listening to episode 8 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Father Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 8 of the Champs and Chums podcast. So glad that you're with us. Ashton, it's now time for our signature segment. It's our Champs and Chums segment where we talk about our stars on and off the field. So Ashton's going to talk about his champ for episode 8, as well as his chum, and then good old dad, father, will talk about his champ and his chum. Ashton, who is your champ for episode 8? My champ for episode 8 is Michael Jordan. MJ himself, Air Jordan as they call him. 
Uh, why is Michael Jordan born on February 17th, 1963? Why is Michael Jordan your champ for episode 8? Um, because he worked hard to get those six championships, and he really put the work in with the Chicago Bulls. Well, I mean, he certainly did. Uh, Michael Jordan, who played 15 seasons in the NBA, you mentioned it, Ashton. Bang on, six championships with the Chicago Bulls. I'm sure people are getting interested in that uh, great documentary, The Last Dance, that's uh, on ESPN. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I would say the greatest basketball player of all time. He transcended the game. Uh, of course, he was... Um, uh, drafted by the Bulls in 1984 as the third overall draft pick. Played for the uh, great program, the North Carolina Tar Heels. So Ashton's champ for episode eight is all air, Michael Jordan. Good stuff, Ashton. Well, um, let's go over to Dad now. And my champ for episode eight is we'll call him the field manager, the field general. We've talked about the Blue Jays on um, Champs and Chums, and this guy was a leader, and he wasn't in between the lines and inside the diamond, but he was a great leader, a field uh, leader and a field manager, and his name is Cito Gaston. Cito Gaston is Dad's champ for Episode 8. Clarence Edwin Cito Gaston, born March 17, 1944, he was a former uh, Major League player from 1967 to 1978, uh, notably with the San Diego Padres and the Atlanta Braves. But Ashton, his claim to fame was what he did with those World Series teams in 92 and 93 when the Blue Jays uh, rose the crown and brought the World Series title uh, north of the border. And they had lots of talent on the team, Ashton. But the great thing about uh, Cito Gaston and his calm demeanor, his ability to pull together what was great talent and make it a great team, is the reason why Cito Gaston is father's champ for episode 8. Ashton, let's go over to you now for your chum of episode 8. My chum for episode 8 is Isaac Muhammad. Wow, a great chum of yours, Isaac. Now, why don't you tell the listeners at home a little bit about uh, Isaac, and why is he your chum? Well, me and Isaac are both in grade two. We are in the same class, and we we both miss the Raptors. That's um, one thing about us, and we both love basketball. That's one thing about us and i did a project with him on tsunamis well that's right yeah you spent a lot of time with your chum uh and, and i just presented it today and how did you guys think you did together from my perspective i think we did great that's great and what are some of the qualities that you really like about uh isaac and uh why he's your chum for episode eight i like that he's always like he always has a smile on his face every time I see him on the phone or on Google Meet. Oh, that's great. Well, there's nothing better than a great smile, nothing better than a great chum. So shout out to a friend of the show, Isaac, for being Ashton's chum of episode eight. And uh, for dad now, and we had uh, my chum earlier on this episode and it's so great to have john who is my chum for episode eight um because as i mentioned to you on the uh, on the program and as you come to to hear um for 23 years 
uh, we've been great chums together and I've always been so impressed um, and amazed by how much he does, how much great he does. And so grateful, as I mentioned to you, that um, when I think about the uh, values of champs and chums, sports, life, and friendship, that kind of really um, encapsulates uh, uh, my friendship with John. As you know, Ashton, we met in the wide world of sports back in 1997, and uh, here we are uh, still to this day uh, celebrating great times. He's a great mentor to me and um, so appreciative of uh, all the help and good advice he's provided me over my life through the uh, the challenging, the good, and certainly the great. So my chum for episode eight is John Lashaway. Thanks, Lash. Great stuff. Well, uh, you're listening to episode eight of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Uh, Ashton, we have to put a close to the show, but it's been a great eight just like Alexander Ovechkin, the sniper for the Washington Capitals. But Ashton, as I always ask you on the program, uh, what did you learn from episode eight? I learned that hard work beats talent. Yeah, we had a lot of great examples of that. Of course, hearing some of the great movies that we shared in Father, Son, Free For All, your champ as well too, Michael Jordan. Um, so that that's a great learning. What else did you learn from episode eight? I learned that your favorite movie is Jerry Maguire. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, thanks for noting that. And uh, yeah, it's been a uh, that's been a longtime favorite of mine. That's got so much um, greatness in it in terms of the sports element. The you know, it's got um, some romance. It's got some action. It's got some humor, and uh, it really tells a great story about if you can. Um, dream it and you believe it and you stick to it that championship moments are going to happen and that comes uh, on and off the field so great stuff well we want to thank the power girls and uncle dennis who help us produce the show we want to thank our special guest john and ashton what what do you want to say to the listeners at home um thank you for listening to episode eight Absolutely. We want to thank them for listening to episode eight. We also uh, want to let them know that they can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Now we're on iHeartRadio, actually. Uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio we're on now, too, as a new platform. And where can they follow us on social media, Ashton? At Champs and Chums. That's right. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can head to our website, champsandchums.com. Well, we're going to do our signature fist bump. It's been great to have you on Episode 8. Ashton, why don't you take us home on Episode 8? Cheers to champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.